Listener Production. Unlike a triple shot half sweet almond milk cold press caramel macchiato to go, these boys are not complicated, but they are to go. It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. It's so weird when people have been famous for so long that you forget that they're kind of your age. Yeah. Like, who do you think is older, Macaulay Culkin or Beyonce? Macaulay Culkin, maybe? Yes, he is, but only by one year. Wow. <laughs> it's so, and, like, even still, he's 42 yeah. and she's 41, and I'm, like, about to be 38. Yeah, so they're and not they much just, older than you. No, not at all. Yeah. But I did want to say a shout-out to Macaulay and his partner Brenda Song. They've finally announced the welcoming of their second baby. He was born in Christmas last year, but... um. But yeah, they're finally making the news known now. There you go. Congratulations to them. What's the baby's name? Kevin? (laughs) (laughs) It would be quite fitting, wouldn't it? Could be good. And I dare say they will never keep either one of those kids home alone. (laughs) Macaulay knowing full well the dangers that can happen. Um, I'll be counting heads on the plane trips to France every time. <laughs> hey, um, we have a big show for you today. I watched that movie so many times, Home Alone, by the way. And actually, <laughs> do you know why I thought about it? It's because I was on a plane the other day and um, the the tone that comes on for the to put your seatbelt on, it goes... Mm. That's the tone that plays when you're about to take off, which goes perfectly into the Home Alone Christmas song. Always producers going to produce, you know, just thinking of those samples, how they work together. I'm like Billie Eilish, man, just listening to the dings and the dongs. Just going to get stuff done, bro. That's it. Thank you so much for joining us today. It's a big episode. In fact, an episode that is dare I say, much anticipated after we did a bit of an AMA uh, or ask ask us anything, should I say, the other week. Um, We've got some questions back and they are slightly spicier than usual. Yeah, that's right. We're going in, man. We're going in. We're not holding back. And uh, I've got, you know, at the time of the record this, it's plans to go out. I could have second thoughts and delete. Just tell... Well, No, not going to happen. Bron, put a lock on it. We're we're keeping it in. Um... Uh, We're also going to be talking about gifts that did not but mate, uh, have but the same like, the can, right intentions. What, we can be, we can be open. You've heard what I had to say. This yeah, could just be the end ridiculous. of my dating life. It's as, so cringeworthy. I still have... I could. I feel like, you know, last week's mind-blowing fact was about prunes and prunes and sh- being dehydrated, shriveled plums. I'm prune right now <laughs> when I think about it. I, it was, I feel very awkward. But that's the beauty of podcasting. <laughs> I can't wait for you to hear it too. Let's dive right into it. Hey, let's not hold back. Let's not give you any time to delete. Let's just hit it. It's Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast. Well, producer Bron has headed into the All Day Breakfast kitchen. Is she going to the cutlery drawer? No. Is she checking out the utensil bucket? Absolutely not. She is heading straight to the spice rack because we're about to jump into another Ask Us Anything. How are you, Bron? I'm good. How are you guys going? You nervous? Yes. <laughs> I'm, um, no, I'm okay with this question because we, we revealed last week when we did another Ask Me Anything that 
Bron had a couple of questions that people had asked, and she actually wanted to know the answer to herself, uh, which means, you know, if Bron <laughs> wants to know the answers, then they must be pretty spicy. And uh, so let's fire away. Let's remind everyone of what the questions were. So this first one's from Nath. Uh, he says, not really socially acceptable, but Matt, are you going to have another kid? When? Why? Why not? <laughs> What are you laughing for, Alex Dyson? Well, I just remember like there was some tweet out there of like when people do, and Nate sort of offset it by saying, this isn't socially acceptable. So he's self-aware. So good on you for that. But yeah, when people ask that, <laughs> like if what they're really saying is, so you're raw dogging or what? <laughs> <laughs> no, listen, I don't, I'm not, I'm so not offended by that question. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know many people who, I don't, I just don't find it offensive at all. Yeah, I guess the having another kid is different from the why aren't you having children? Because there's all sorts of reasons why people wouldn't have children. Some of them through, not through desire, but through inability, which can be extremely, you know, difficult to talk about, particularly well, with true. strangers. And so I can understand why people would, um, yeah, have a sensitivity around it for sure. Well, I certainly don't. Um, it's, you know, and you're right. And you're right. And some people, you know, will have one child and then they can't have another child mm -hmm. after that. And that's... I can completely understand that people would balk at that question. So fair enough. Fair enough. Um, what I will say is there are no plans to have another child um, at mm. this stage. Well, we that's interesting because doing that. I've been hanging out with you before, maybe on a Sunday afternoon, and I've asked you a question and you said to me, Alex, currently there are no plans to have another beer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and... There was not a lot of arm twisting required. Cut so what do, you, what do you mean no plans, mate? <laughs> Suddenly I'm one of those, I'm Octomum. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Just my arms around eight schooners there. Look now, um, no, nah, I just, I look, I worry about only having one sometimes, you know, you want to give your, your child someone to play with, mm. some company that's around their age. Mm-hmm. Um, but then also you can't guarantee a good sibling. There are a lot of people out here. I'll tell you, <laughs> I would have been happy being an only child. Yeah. Cause my sibling is a mutt, <laughs> but some people really get along. I mean, I love my sister. So if I can mm. guarantee Sophia, a, a sibling mm. that it was like my sister, oh, I mean, great, but you can't. Um, the mm. other thing is. Two's a handful. One is bad enough, but at least with one, one mm. parent can kind of take take the child mm. and the other can get some kind of life. Well, that's what I found hanging out with people with kids because I I was thinking like, and this is my completely uninformed decision, it's like, oh, it's nice if you've got a sibling to be close in age, you know, it's a lot easier to, you know, have things to relate to when someone's not really young and really old. But I was hanging out with some friends who had sort of a bit more of an age gap. And the older sibling, and quite a yet there was like an 18-month-old and then an older-ish sibling, they could understand and they can sit quietly for a while and that you can you could communicate with them. <laughs> yeah, say, you can say, please go over there and just chill out for a second while I deal with your little brother or sister. Where if you've got two at a certain age, that's where the juggling comes oh, in. Oh man, and they got they're both walking in separate directions. You're <laughs> yeah. at the cafe, you can't do it. Like parents with more than one child do not have a meal together. Even when they're sitting down. <laughs> At the same table, they will never actually eat a meal together. So how was work? There's none of that. <laughs> no, it's just chaos. The whole time you're just yelling at yeah. these little monsters that are around you. So one is fine um, and 
you know, I'm going to do the best job I can with this one. Mm. Now, Alex Dyson. Yeah? Adam got in touch with us and asked you a question. And this is one I'm interested in as well. Yeah. How's single life? And I'm, you know, and we're not talking about, you know, you. Craft single life. Yeah. Getting, you know, hot and heavy with mm. everyone mm. or anyone, right? But just life. How's single life going? Oh, well, it's a big adjustment. First and foremost, because it's extremely sad, you know, and you walk in, I just realized like you walk into the house after a, a significant other has moved out and, um, this could be just me, but I'm sure it's a lot of people like me. You just realize, damn, a lot of, a lot of vibe has gone from the house. Like I'm not the one who had scented candles and, you know, <laughs> plants and decoration. And so, oh, geez, yeah. this is just a functional space now, <laughs> you know? And so it's like, yeah, a little bit interesting in those, in those ways, which, you know, makes you a bit emotional at the time and you move on because obviously you're still coming to terms with it. I think you sort of realize, yeah, not having someone to sort of lean on emotionally, readily available to you is really interesting. You sort of, you change your relationship with yourself. It's like, okay, what, what do I need to feel okay and feel supported and that kind of thing. You sort of spread it out to your friends a little bit, a bit of your family, and you've just got to sort of look internally into it. And that's a difficult thing to do. So I've been sort of, you know, trial and erroring my way through that. And I think I've come to a very good place there. But as far as then, you know, single life goes, yeah, I, I you hit the apps. I've jumped on an app. I've yeah. chatted to a few people, had a few dates. Um, just, yeah, it's funny. Like, I think it's that same thing. Like inwardly, it's like, um, is this, you know, date not going fantastic? Or am I just in, in a bad place, not ready for this? Or is this going really well, but are they in a different place? It's like, yeah, you do. I think as you get older, it's a bit different. I think the communication, you know, being the last time I dated was in my 20s. Now I'm dating in my mid-30s. It's, um, people are a bit better at communication. So that's good. That's good. Although I did go, I did probably have one of my worst ever dates where <laughs> I found myself in a conversation about 45 minutes. I said, I'd never taken drugs in my life. Mm. And, um, she was just so shocked at that. Right. Okay. <laughs> just like, what? Why not? <laughs> I'm like, well, you know, it started out, it's illegal that I try not to do illegal things usually. But as I've grown up, I've actually liked it. I was just staying away from the peer pressure side of things. It's quite a unique thing for me. You know, you don't really know the provenance of the drugs that came through. Am I, is my money supporting this? You know, and yeah, it's been actually quite nice. But yeah, that sort of turned into a bit of interrogation. She's like, in the past, I would never be able to go out with someone who was who has not taken drugs, who doesn't take drugs. What? <laughs> and then I'm like, I'm so late of apologizing. It's like, <laughs> I almost like, babe, like, I swear not taking drugs is a one-time thing, you know? I'm not addicted to not taking drugs. I'll change for you. I just thought it was this weird, bizarro world where it's just like that whole conversation, I was like, I don't know, maybe I just got a little bit triggered or, as they say, activated about the conversation. They sure do. But I also think I'm quite bad at dating again once you've been in a relationship for so long you just you you know you it's like you go back into the equipment room and there's dust over everything and you just try it for things to work you need the wd-40 it's like if you get on a bike you haven't used for this many years the chain just doesn't turn as well as you do and i um <laughs> i think i'm bad at, at flirting again and just the best example i could give matt o'kind is 
when I was very early days, um, messaging someone who was very, very nice and lovely on the apps, but I think she said something quite a bit flirty in the app and I said something like, made her give the response saying, I try to flirt and you just taunt me, you know, something like that. She said that to you. Yeah. And I wrote back, oh, I'm sorry. It was, I, it was very good flirting. I just, I'm just bad at returning serve. Maybe after we've met, I'll get better at it. <laughs> and then I wrote probably one of the worst sentences ever written. Oh no, Dice, I'm already feeling nervous about this. You should, because uh, in my mind, it's like, I oh, don't, no, I'll write, I'll just write a sentence that's trying to flirt, but is obviously terrible flirting. You know, this is my, oh, this is my thought as like, <laughs> this will be funny if I write a bad flirting sentence and they'll get it. It'll be funny and that kind of thing. And so I said, <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe after we've met, I'll get better at it. Now, I'll emphasize the words that I capitalized by saying them slightly louder, okay? <clears throat> Maybe after you've met, we can get better at it. And I could tenderly say stuff that would initiate a deep fizz in your bountiful loins. <laughs> oh. oh my God, Daiso, please. I'm begging you, stop. And then I... Bron, do you feel uncomfortable about this? And I put a, I put a dragon emoji on the end of it because <laughs> I thought just, that won't make sense and it'll be weird. Oh no! Because <laughs> I would just take that at face value. I'd be like, "What?" Well, and then I'd go, "Oh no, this person says shit like this, like regularly." I think it was ridiculous enough to be like, "Ha ha, that's no. an obvious joke." No, it sounds like you do this, or like that's that's part of your. Repertoire. Ugh. Oh no! It sounds like you're one of those guys that says no, this kind of no, stuff. No, we we had pre-chat. That wasn't the first thing I texted. I think my personality had come through enough to for them to know. What did she say? <sighs> Melissa has left the conversation. Um, or she said, "I'm trying desperately to hold back the ick." <laughs> And I said, with uh, me, it's best not to fight the ick. Oh, no, please. But I don't want to hear any more. I don't want to hear any more. She said, you need to teach you to be a bit more humble. You've got tickets on yourself. And I said, agreed. I've got tickets on myself. Oh, <laughs> God, no. No. <sighs> Does she know you're joking by this stage? It sounds like she doesn't. She said, oh, wow. And then we didn't message for the rest of the day. After that. <laughs> oh, no. So. Oh, no. I, um, I'm a little, I'm a little rusty. <laughs> Bro, your bike doesn't have a wheel. It's not just a bit of rust. It's not roadworthy, man. It would be a danger to everyone if you took that out. All right. I'm going to have to stay in the garage from now on. Well, thank you for sharing. No, thank you, Nick. You still got that fridge, Matt, with the little uh, little water dispenser in it? Oh, mate. I had to bloody fill up the water tank again today, and I just thought... That's not Why? plumbed. Oh, I, I just... I, we've got plumbing. And the people who were in the house before us... Just bought a non-plumbed... I just can't wrap my head around why they would do that. That is a bit odd. 
Um, might as well. But um, yeah, I've been hearing a bit about it recently. These old Why? fridges. Well, I got a friend whose fridges. I think it's sort of. They had one of those ice dispensers. Oh man, right? I got one of those as well. Bit of crushed, a bit of cubed. Doesn't, What's the doesn't thing? matter. I think they've only got cubed, right? <sighs> Which is lame. <laughs> oh my god, how embarrassing! Well, they were fine even... with it. Cubes are fine. They don't need the crush, right? When you got a cube, you don't need a crush. Oh yeah, so the same want, thing. Why would you want chips when you can have boiled potatoes? <laughs> Yeah, lo and behold, God forbid we have anything in different formats. Well, you might be similar to their uncle who was visiting, right? I think it was just before Christmas and was of the very same mind as yourself, but could not stand the poverty of a cubed ice dispenser, right? Mm. Said, guys, you've got to upgrade this. And they're like, no, it's fine. We are happy with our fridge. We don't need a new fridge. It's fine. He's like, listen. Christmas coming up, I'll get you a new fridge. They're like, no, you don't have to do that. It's fine. We the fridge is working. It's quite new. Like you don't need to do it. We're totally happy with it. Mm-hmm. Like consider it done. It's happening. <laughs> I, I cannot live in a world where you don't get get the crush. All right. Anyway, comes around, the fridge is delivered. There you go. Very nice gesture to do that for them. Like, okay. Well, thank you very much. Who is this uncle? <laughs> Honestly. I mean, I, friends I know, their uncles are calling them up, bloody asking for money. You know, we've hit that part in our lives. We've well, hit that time in our lives where the uncles are calling up the kids for money. Well, I think that could, this could be a, an uncle crossover episode, Matt, because as it went in, it's also said, yeah, guys, no, no, no worries. Um, only thing is it, it was a bit more expensive than I thought. So let's just say we'll, we'll split it and you guys. What? Give a, just give me half of the fridge and, no! I'll, give, and I'll pay the rest of it. And they're like, we said we didn't want this. You've gone out of your way to buy it for it. Said you'd pay for it. And now this gift is a bill for $500. <laughs> Plus, we've got, we got a fridge to get rid of now. Oh, my God. We've got God. double fridges. <laughs> is that unbelievable? Oh, it's, it's completely ridiculous. The only thing I can think of is that the uncle... Already had the fridge. <laughs> right. He's yeah. gotten the fridge oh, somehow. And he's going for the full profit. Yeah. And Instead he's of going gone, to, to the market to sell it, it's like I've got a couple of suckers right here. <laughs> right off the back of a truck for sure. <laughs> and he, yeah, and that's it. And you know what he's going to do? I bet he'll go like this. So, what are you guys going to do with the old fridge? <laughs> I'll be like, well, we need to get rid of it now. Oh, no, no, I'll take it off your hands. For someone who has no take, ice at all, he's <laughs> yes, like, we'll give exactly. you, got to give you some cubes. <laughs> How are you living without cubes? You gotta have something, guys. He's going around all the cousins, <laughs> just it's one big cousin appliance Ponzi scheme. Uh, but I just thought that was quite unbelievable. So I chucked it out there. See if you listening had any similar stories where a gift actually turned into a bill. That's right. <laughs> Sue got in touch. My sister got me a gift card to a super fancy homewares shop. The gift card didn't even cover the cost of the cheapest item at the shop. That that is. <laughs> <laughs> Such a problem. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, here's a, a gift card for Tiffany's. It's uh 50 bucks. Just to head in there. <laughs> Take $50 off your thousands. Reese said, I got a blow-up boat for Christmas as a kid from an uncle. It came with no oars. So <laughs> that's just a that's just a float out to sea thing there. 
Uh, Brendan said, I got personalized number plates as a gift for my 21st birthday. I have to pay more on my rego every year because of them. <laughs> oh, no. It's a higher Brendan. rego price consistently. <laughs> oh, man, that is rough. And Georgia is on the line as well. Georgia, you got given a gift that uh, turned into a bit of a bill from your in-laws. Yeah, so a bit of backstory. They have a holiday house about three hours away. And me and my partner go there maybe twice a year, which isn't as much as like our like the other side of the family. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason is because we have like rescue birds, and it's like quite a bit of effort. They've got anxiety, so it's hard to leave them at home. <laughs> oh no, anxious <laughs> birds at home. That never yeah. sounds good. So it was my birthday last week. And the present that I got from them was a voucher for a bookstore. So I'm like, yeah, sweet, great, like perfect gift. Mm. Except it's for a boutique bookstore right near their holiday house three hours away. (laughs) (laughs) That is incredible. So you reckon it's a bit of a hint? Yeah, I think so. I think it's, you know, come on, hurry up and get down here more. A bit of persuasion. (laughs) And now you've got to get, like, bird minders and stuff like that? (laughs) Yeah, all of that. Got to have someone to look after the birds. And then there's the petrol and just the stress of being (laughs) away from the birds. Yeah. You're copping, like, all for, like, a $30 book voucher, I'm guessing, as well. Uh, A little bit more, but still. (laughs) (laughs) It's not not paying for the petty. Nah, look. No. Well, I mean... Sometimes you always you need an excuse to give yourself a break. So fingers mm. crossed, you can get down there and enjoy the uh, the serenity. And I don't know, do you need Matt and I could bird sit? How um how do you bird sit a bird that's anxious? Um, you just got to give them lots of love and be prepared for some scratches and bites. But they're, they're cute, so it's worth it. <laughs> uh, okay, how about but... you look after the bird, Georgia, and we'll take the holiday house. <laughs> yeah, uh, actually, yeah. you do that. Yeah, we'll go down and. Get a, get a nice book to read on the beach or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thanks, Georgia. Thank you. Well, they say in like movies, Matt, particularly horror movies, when you want to make the monster scary, don't bother, you know, making all these special effects and getting the makeup and having that. The scariest ones is that like the fear of the unknown, mm, you know, that's absolutely. why you don't, you don't really see the shark in Jaws for a while. You're just like, oh my God, it's just, you, it's lurking in the background and your mind is the thing that then plays the tricks on you to see what might be there. And that's 100%. what I'm That's what I'm feeling of like right now. In fact. Why is something haunting you? Well, I'm just I'm just a little bit on edge because I I saw some some things in the news popping up recently, um, about things that lurk in the in the darkness in the crevices of society, Uh-oh. and actually, producer Bron, it's it's right next to you. Mm. What are you look, talking about? Does, look to your left, your big two liter water bottle. I- Roasted me for it last week. I know, yeah. and we brought it up. That's, but and since you know, then, did you see the news coming out? It's like you put a little swab in the the top. Ah, uh, yeah. And there's like there can be hidden mold in the water bottles if you don't give it a wash. And I'm like, 
I'm How so often sure. do I wash my water bottle? Hidden, it's just... hidden mold, mate. Mine has obvious mold. What? Like it's it's tangible there. mold. <laughs> it's not hidden at all. It's like hi, I'm here. <laughs> I don't know. It's so dark in there, Bron. Have you have you washed it since this news coming out? What's going on? It's embarrassing how much I don't wash my water bottle because also I just feel like it doesn't make sense. I know it needs a wash because of mold, but I just feel like water's going through it all the time. I know. Like, it's like how... why would I? I'm putting water in it. Like that's washing it basically. Yeah. Isn't that? There's that scene. I think was it the from the New Girl where the guy's like, I don't wash my towels. Like oh, yeah. the towel. <laughs> I'm clean. The towel <laughs> dries me. <laughs> you know, why would you wash your towel? What are you, crazy? It's a very good point. It's the same as board shorts. I don't often wash the boardies. Because <laughs> yeah. they get washed every time you go for a swim. I'm in the water. Exactly. <laughs> like, why would I wash them? Especially if it's ocean. Like, come on. Yeah, damn. I I thought, oh, my God, there's been something in this water bottle. And I've been drinking. Like, I looked in the bottom. There was this, like, it looked like some solid mold in the bottom of my water bottle. I like panicked for like probably 1.5 seconds till I realized, oh no, I just had chewy in my mouth when I took a sip of water. I forgot about it. It fell into my water bottle and Wait, then the chewy was in the bottom of the water bottle. How did that happen? That's way weirder than anything we've talked about. <laughs> I was just having a chew and then have a drink, put it down. And then I'm like, felt, oh my God, what's that? And it, there was chewy in the water bottle. <laughs> So here we go. Uh, some some headlines here that says um, dirty or reusable water bottles hold more bacteria than a toilet seat. Yeah. You don't... So waterfilterguru.com, which, mind you, I don't know how reliable source <laughs> they are. Of course, waterfilterguru.com yeah. is going to be telling you how disgusting their, their mm. you know, your water bottle is. They reckon there's 40,000 40, times more bacteria than the average toilet seat. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> they contain that is, twice that is as like... many germs as the kitchen sink. They can carry, can carry four times the amount of bacteria as a computer mouse and 14 times mm. more than a pet's drinking bowl. <laughs> no, you're right. There that is... is not true. They've got a vested interest. That is like Dracula telling people, like, scarves have a lot of bacteria. You shouldn't wear anything around your neck, actually. <laughs> but um, so, as, as far as mould goes, you do want to clean the, the water bottles. Reading this article on stuff.co.nz, they're talking to someone named Dr. Stephen Archer, who's a microbiologist at Auckland University of Technology. And uh, Dr. Archer was suggesting that you should uh, sterilise it once a week by popping it in the dishwasher. And don't forget to give it a scrub. Simply putting it in soapy water is not going to clean any biofilms, which are notoriously hard to clean without giving it a good scrub. The scrubbing is something that is really underestimated. Oh. As TLC once told us, who <laughs> <laughs> were, were very anti water bottle cleaning. <laughs> that brings us to the end of another Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Hope you had a good one, and we'll catch you again tomorrow. Bye bye. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.and.alex.